0: What if every day you had the chance to experience more love and intimacy in your life? We're going to be sharing stories of struggles and triumphs in love, sex, and relationships, along with expert advice to create more conscious connections. Enjoy this podcast with Dawn Richard. Wake up to real love.
1: Hi, everyone. I'm Dawn Richard, also known as The Awakening with Dawn, and this is the Wake Up to Real Love podcast, where we share stories of struggles and triumphs and love, sex, and relationships, along with expert advice to create more conscious connections. I am so honored today to introduce this beautiful soul with me, Janet Grace.
0: Hi, Janet Grace. Hello, Dawn, and hello, every beautiful, loving soul that's with us. She brought a little tear to my eye right before we came on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Janet Grace is a beautiful ambassador of love. She's an author, a speaker, a sacred retreat leader, and spiritual life coach. She comes from a huge heart and is deeply passionate and committed to empowering people to connect to their own inner power, to create a life that they love. Her powerful teachings are based on proven success strategies to help people free themselves from limiting beliefs and behaviors to live with greater freedom, fulfillment, and fun. Jenna Grace has worked with global global groups, organizations, and individuals for over 20 years to help them gain clarity on their vision, see new possibilities, and step boldly in their own personal power that allows them to take the action needed to truly love their lives now. Welcome Janet Grace.
0: Thank you, Dawn. I'm so excited to just be in this beautiful, delicious conversation because I know you're all about love and I'm all yeah. about love and it's love that's gonna continue to heal this planet and heal yeah. all the hearts of humanity. Yeah that John Lennon all we need is love. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so we're we're going to get deep in the heart, which is what we are about. Now I want to I want to ask you because you live in this beautiful sanctuary of the mountains in California, how does that help you c- connect to your heart? Oh,
0: I'm going to cry already. <laughs> And I always say tears are just, the, the heart has to leak somewhere. Yeah. So the tears are just our ability to allow our heart to leak and to feel and to show their their depth express. and everything. So, um, you know, Mother Nature is our greatest. She's our greatest teacher. She's our greatest healer. She's our greatest advocate for life. And so living in the mountains And I mean, I'm looking at this exquisite view of the mountains. Um, Go ahead. You can show us. You can show us. Yeah. So as, as, as this is. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's really beautiful. You know, we, we, when we connect with mother earth, mother nature, and, you know, we, we, allow ourselves to feel the 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 unconditional love that she is we recognize that as our truth Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so it helps us to remember who we are because there's no separation there's no there's no her love and my love there's just love Mm -hmm. and so being in nature being in the mountains you know, and I always say, I'm at eight thousand feet, which is eight thousand feet closer to God. <laughs> 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 it's like. we have a front face. row seat, Jana Grace. Say that again. You have a front row seat. Yeah. And the thunder. So, so God is affirming what I'm saying right now. We're, we're just going to, we're just about to get a really beautiful mountain storm this afternoon. So it's going to be fabulous. (laughs) Yeah. I get excited about the storms. They're just another beautiful, you know, expression of, of, yeah. Yeah. So why do you think that so many people
1: um, feel disconnected from their hearts?
0: Mm. You know, I think I think the disconnection comes from what they're putting their focus and their attention on. You know, what we focus on expands. Mm-hmm. So if they're focusing on their pain, and they're focusing on you know uh, someone or something um, caused uh, some you know, sense of um, a challenge or um, some kind of um, disrespect or abuse or some kind of, you know, some kind of pain. Um, They're focusing more on that Mm -hmm. than they are focusing on the truth of who they are, which is our ability to, to really decide, right? Decide. Um, the root of the word decide is to cut off from any other possibility. Hmm. So when we decide to focus on love and not pain or love and not fear, and, and, you know, pain is just one form of fear. Um, we, we get to decide to focus on what could the blessing have been in that situation or circumstance or, or, or disconnection, you know? um, It's a beautiful quote by Einstein that he said, you know, we either believe nothing is a miracle Mm. or everything is a miracle. And then to take it a step further or a step deeper. (laughs) My clients have called me an archeologist of the heart, Oh, I love that. I love to go deeper. Like, let's get the shovel out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like the shovel out. So we'll take that Einstein quote and then say, if I believe Mm -hmm. that everything is a miracle. then my only work is to look for the miracle.
1: Mm, It's my only
0: work. Wow. I have one job to look for the miracle in everything and in everyone because it's that's where the truth lies is in the miracle is in it's in our ability to look for the truth that allows us to set
1: ourselves free so how do you how do you do that when you're feeling in your heartache because this is this is where a lot of people get stuck right yep yeah. yeah. because they don't know how to see The future vision, they only have held on to the hurt because they, because we have been conditioned not to speak about it, not to talk about it, not to share it, not to express it. It's like, sweep it under the rug, keep it quiet. Don't tell anybody else. What will the neighbors think? I mean, all of these messages, all of the messages, right? And we were talking about this before we started the podcast about this generational Mm -hmm. traumas that we are carrying on and this is a huge part of your work is healing that right so that the future generations don't have to experience
0: yeah yeah well and, and it's such a great question don and it and it is about layers and processes right so we have to feel to heal yes if we keep stuffing it down and just saying, oh, no, it's just, you know, that's just, it'll go away. If I just don't think, think about, about it, it. I just feel it, I'm just, it, it'll just go away. It will just like, just like a balloon, you know, if you try to push a balloon underwater, it's going to keep popping back up. So right. it's going to keep popping back up until you actually give it. The attention and the reason that it's calling for attention is because it wants to be healed.
1: Yeah. And I I I say, I say a lot of times that shame can only hide in the dark.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and because once you bring it to the light, it has a whole nother expression. It has a whole nother dimension. And um, I think we've all been, so the, you know, I'm a student of conscious evolution, which we started as homo Sapiens sapiens, you know, pretty much on all fours mm-hmm. in the spirals. So Barbara Marks Hubbard was one of my last mentors and she was a conscious evolutionarist. She was just an ambassador for humanity mm-hmm. to help us to recognize that now, where we are as a spiral of, of um, beings, we are now homo universalis. We are universal humans for the first time recognizing that our consciousness is creating our reality. Mm-hmm. We weren't aware of that as homo sapiens sapiens. We're aware of that if we're awake. We're aware of that now. And we're trying, your work is so precious and important in the world, as I know mine is, because we're helping people to awaken to their truth of who they are. And we were taught that if you're in pain, you go into your room, you close the door and you figure it out, right? You don't, you don't, you know, give anyone else, you don't bring that into any conversation. So it was pain was was looked at as negative and bad. right? Just like, oh, if you need healing, then you're less than. Mm -hmm. In our subconscious mind, we believe that we're less than. But when we really understand the truth of what healing is, it's just remembering our wholeness, Mm -hmm. remembering our truth. And so we have to unlearn what we learned is that healing is bad and relearn it that healing, when we really step into that, I want to recognize my wholeness. I want to be all that I'm created to be. And remembering my wholeness is part of the step. So if I recognize that there's a part of me that doesn't feel, you know, of the vibration of, what I call love and above, Uh then then there's this beautiful opportunity for us to look at that situation, circumstance, challenge, and say, how can I know myself in a deeper way and recognize that there's an opportunity here to witness a miracle, Mm. even in my own life, Through this situation, yeah,
1: as as supposed to disconnecting from it Mm -hmm. and compartmentalizing, Mm -hmm. because I feel like a lot of us do that. It's like we disconnect from our hearts, we disconnect from our bodies because we don't want to feel right. What's going on inside of us? I mean, our body gives us clues, big clues, Right. right? Um, but we disconnect in order not to feel we disconnect from our hearts not to feel mm-hmm. and then and then this sort of monkey mind <laughs> that keeps playing on the same autopilot mm-hmm. it 's like how is how is this disconnection helping you be who you are meant to be
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so how do we learn to um, it's like, it's like putting these pieces back together. And mm-hmm. I think that I think that many times people feel broken. I'm not whole, I'm broken. There I'm mm-hmm. not enough, something's wrong with me, because mm-hmm. I'm experiencing this pain, or because I've experienced these traumatic events, you know, what did I do that caused this thing to happen to me? Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. this thing, this thing happened as a result of somebody else's pain and hurt and heartache and inability to process their own emotions and their own disconnection with their truth. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so how do I learn to develop this sense of love and acceptance for myself? Yeah. How do we do
0: that? It's so beautiful how you just described that. And it's really the premise of my first book that I wrote in 2014 and the title is called putting the broken pieces back together. Mm. And it's, and I
1: didn't th- even know the name of your book. <laughs> <I know. laughs>
0: and it's, and it's, you know, and, and the subtitle is seven steps to living a courageous life uh-huh. and courage. The root of the word courage mm. is of like the heart yeah. of the heart. Right. Yeah. So, The seven steps, the seven chapters are all about how we come back to our wholeness, that there really never has been anything broken, that there really has never been anything separate. We just thought there was, we just claimed that Mm -hmm. as our truth Mm -hmm. until we rise up there again on the mountaintop, rise up to a higher truth for ourselves and i believe that humanity is moving in that direction yeah and it's i I'm, i mean aren't you just like giddy at being at being a human here now being right here right now at the precipice of our conscious evolution our our exquisite opportunity for us to really recognize and know who we really are as pure love. That's yeah. just it. Yeah. Yeah. But
1: you had to come, you came through a really long journey of mm-hmm. coming to that point. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about any of it? <laughs> sure. Or some of it. Or sure. however much you're willing to share?
0: Yeah. I think that um, what I also know is we are eternal beings. So, you know, I know that my soul that's eternal mm-hmm. is just in this human suit, in this right. life, life experience. Right. And the things that our soul is here to also remember who we really are. And so the lessons or the blessings that we've been given uh-huh. to actually remember who we are. Yeah, I've had many, many, many experiences. And um you know one uh my near death motorcycle accident that's um, crazy, crazy like I literally Cra- you're yeah like you should have been dead, yeah, like there is i i I am truly a miracle. You know, I talk about miracles all the time. I know that this life, um, I, I, I've been given, you know, I don't know, I have two cats, so maybe I have nine lives. I don't know, <laughs> but but I'll take the second one, the second one that I'm aware of. Um, in this in this human suit. But um, yeah, I broke almost a hundred bones in my body, flew 60 feet off the back of a motorcycle in the middle of the night, in the middle of nowhere, and um by the grace of God. You know, there was a professor driving around in his four wheel drive Jeep. And um, so they flew me via, via helicopter and literally it took three months for them to put Humpty Dumpty back together again. And they they you know, when I broke every bone in my face, uh, when my parents arrived at the hospital, in ICU, they walked right past my bed and my mom said, Oh, that poor thing. And <gasps> she didn't even recognize you. No way I oh, was I recognizable. And realized that wow. that was me. I'd broken every bone in my face. My nose was wow. torn from my face. And so they, they put my face back together from a photograph because they didn't even know where to begin. And then when they released me and from the hospital and said you know, I had many, many, many facial surgeries. I had a full body cast in 1980. So I had this like, you know, monkey right, thing. Come right, up, right, You know, and they told me I'd never walk again. They told me I'd never, you know, have a, they, I never have children. Have children, right. And, and, and they, she has two, by the way. I have two amazing children um, that I call, you know, I say I loved them into existence. Aww. Because I know the power of love. Yeah. I, and I'm a love your life coach, you know, this is, this is really the only life we get in this human suit. So for us to love it, to love our, our bodies, to love our journeys, to love, um, the things that we're pouring our life force energy into, you know, our careers, our relationships, our, our, um our work in the world to have freedom and fulfillment and fun. You know, it, it, it is, it is. Oh, a, we're allowed to, to have to fun. To choose. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I always say, if it ain't fun, I ain't doing it. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm just like, I, I, I got other things to do that are more fun. You know, it's like, what is it that brings you joy? Yeah. Do more of that. Do more of that. And we all learn so many lessons with this experiment with humanity that we that we're still all going through but from 2020 till now um you know we've had this opportunity for time out right for time in right what really matters to you what really matters to you what are the what are the things that you know if if you were not going to um you know have Fifty more years, or whatever. What would you do? What would you love? What would you love? It's my favorite question. Mm. My favorite question. What would you love? And and really listen. Listen. How, to many,
1: how many people ask themselves that question though? Not many. I, I say that all the time. Like, when was the last person anybody asked you, "What do you really want"? Yeah. When do you ask yourself, what do I really want? And give yourself permission to actually choose it. Right. Yeah. Why do so many of us feel like we're not allowed to have what we desire or to have the things that bring us joy? Like there's some, there's some, um, you know, martyrdom, (laughs) Mm -hmm. some martyrdom well if I sacrifice everything that makes me happy then you know maybe that'll give me grace (laughs) uh, because I'm serving everybody else and not serving myself yeah it's
0: it's it's what we were talking about even before the the recording you know it's the delusion of separation Mm -hmm. okay let's talk about that yeah so We don't ask that question unless we recognize who we really are and remember who we really are because we've been conditioned to believe we don't deserve it. We've been conditioned to believe we have to, (laughs) we we should do this and we should live here and we should, you know, behave this way. And the truth of the matter is we have to stop shooting on ourselves. Yeah. Just do because that is not our truth.
1: Well, it's based based on everybody else's expectations. It's not our
0: own. No. No. Everybody, everybody else. What? Yeah. So, you know, I, I lead sacred retreats all over the globe. And when I took a group to Greece, And we went to the the Oracle of Delphi. Oh, yeah. It's incredible. There's really only one reason we're here, any of us, to know thyself. Mm. Well, we can't know thyself if we don't stay curious to who thyself is. And I'm talking with a capital S. Right. Your God, goddess self. Right. That's your truth. We were all loved into existence by the power of love itself. We regardless are, of your birth circumstances. Regardless of anything, we were love. We are love. And so, you know, love in all of its forms. And then when we say, you know, what would love do? hmm how would love behave what would love choose in this moment that's actually acknowledging yourself as love mm. but it takes processes and it takes um, courage the core in order to step out of the norm or the conditioning that we've we we've all been in you know it's it's the consciousness of of the collective that we we've all bought into until we question it and say hmm who am I right but the biggest question of all (laughs) ever you know who am I and it just you know it uh, it takes courage to ask these deeper questions well,
1: I as you're speaking, I'm thinking about who am I and what do I want, and what if what do I, what if what do I want um, is different than what I should do? Because <laughs> I feel like a lot of people struggle with that, like, for instance, me with my marriage. What mm-hmm. should I do? Maybe I should stay in my marriage. Mhm. Because those were the vows I took. Those were the promises I made. You know, this is what I wanted to set an example for my kids of what a family could be or should like, should, you know, should be like. But yet uh, there was so much hurt and heartache in myself between me and my former husband Mm
0: -hmm.
1: that I was, I was, I was not loving myself. Right. I was not loving myself by staying there and and continuing to be on this emotional roller coaster and participating in this chaos and stress and tension,
0: right. and
1: so I recognized my own power of choice because it's not I'm pointing at you, you know, and blaming you because I still have three fingers pointing back at me,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but there's a sense of what am I going to do that is loving for me right that is loving kindness for me yeah that is valuing me and what i desire and want and need over my relationship with you right i mean even though i'm all about relationships i'm about creating these deep and beautiful and meaningful connections but if it's not working how is that serving you I mean, yes, I learned a lot of lessons. <laughs> I learned a lot of lessons, uh, both yes. about myself and about, you know, being in, in a loving relationship of what I want and what I think, believe that I deserve and desire. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, we all deserve to be loved and cared oh. for. Yes. We all deserve to feel special and valued and seen like despite my messiness despite my chaos despite my traumas and dramas despite my you know ways that i, I i'm messy i'm messy yes but and how do you how do you learn to honor that for you
0: yeah and it's such a beautiful beautiful question and um i believe it's 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 choice. It's absolute. Like I was married for 22 years and it was a roller coaster as, as all relationships are, there's a beautiful, you know, um, and, and when, when we knew, but I'll just speak for me when I knew that our relationship was complete in that form called marriage, I was really clear and I knew, and I, and I literally said these words, I love you, but I love me more. Yep. And it's time for me to go. Wow. What, what, what was that, that, um, aha of clarity for you? Well, we had gone to five different marriage counselors over the course of 15 years. You know, uh-huh. the roller coaster. Yeah. yeah. Connection, separation, connection, you know, it was like the whole thing. And and we were a great tribe. I, we have two children together. We were a great tribe. And 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 you know, moving up the corporate ladder, he was, you know, a, he was on his journey and and I was going deeper into my spiritual work. Mm-hmm. And there was, a, there was just this complete, like, disconnect. disconnect. Uh-huh. We were growing in different directions. And it was really clear to me. Um, and we wanted different things for this next chapter of our lives. And he had gone into pure silence. Like, mm-hmm. living in our 4,000 square foot home, sleeping in the same bed. And he didn't verbalize a word for months. Wow. And I was traveling, he was, you know, busy and, but it was like, there was no words. And, and the throat chakra for us women, it it is (sighs) chakra that for me, I work with every single private client opening up their throat chakra. It's the one between our head and our heart. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: We're the only species that literally gets to verbalize our thoughts and our feelings with clarity and commitment and courage. And I had the courage to, to say those words, to say, I love you. You're always a part of uh, relationships are eternal. Right. And I know, you know that. And as we're speaking to, you know, to your community relationships are eternal. And, and, and I loved this man, And our time together and our journey together, and I loved me more, knowing that I was listening to that the call of my own heart to say, you've got to go and do this soul work that is not going to be um, made possible in this relationship. Yeah. And it's you know as you know hardest thing hardest thing ever hardest decision of my entire life yeah hardest decision
1: and yet how did you find the courage to leave
0: you 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 really um it's it's about surrounding yourself with extraordinary friends love and support i mean i was raised catholic I had to, I had to <laughs> choke out the words to be able to communicate to my parents, Right. you know, till death do us part. And I was able to identify, I said, you know, there's my life, there's his life. Together, we created this union and it's the death of this union that is no longer possible. It's that's the death that we can mourn is this union called our marriage. Mm-hmm. he's moving in his direction i'm moving in mine and that was the best way that i could describe it to them and it was tr- still truly the hardest decision because i one more thing what more could i have done what right. more could i've said right exactly more? We, we always feel like we're the fi- like we've got to the fix fixers them. yep and i said I, there's nothing more this is this is what's real and this is what feels um and 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 I know that you are such a beautiful um teacher and communicator and 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 helping so many people to release and eliminate shame but even divorce right and how many cultures Across the globe, like all the work that I do with circles of incredible women that are, are, you know, they're shame of divorce. Right. They're not allowed to even be in the community, you know, if they have that label, divorced. The woman as opposed to the man. The woman as opposed to the man. The man goes and finds another wife. And the woman is just shamed. Just shamed. And so we feel that less than whenever there's shame. Right. And that's not our truth. And we, we, we do like, if you're going through something that really does resonate as less than or shameful, or there's an element of what I call fear, you know, there's only two emotions, fear and love. You're going through something that, that, you know, there's, there's that energy that feels constricting. Right. Find a community, find a community and listen to podcasts like this that allow you to remember the truth of you, yeah. you're magnificent, radiant, beautiful, luminous beings here to just enjoy this magnificent journey of life because it's such a precious gift and you are a precious gift to continue to know thyself. And bring I, all of yourselves to this beautiful divine dance called
1: life. Okay. And and part of what you're talking about, Janet Grace, is that seeing from a different perspective, mm-hmm. right? Not through the eyes, but seeing yourself through your heart. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. how do, how do you, you learn to do that? Because we are raised with the external, you know, everything is about external, you know, all the social media is like, oh, put on your prettiest face and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, how do I learn to break through the the egoic superficialities of who am I really? Mm -hmm. Who am I really when I peel back all of these layers? Yeah,
0: yeah. It, again, another great question. Um, you know, as as I was sharing earlier, the Homo sapiens sapiens. You know, they led with their their head first. Uh huh. And and even though our, and our mothers would teach us, put your shoulders back, right? Stand up straight. When we literally take a breath, we'll just take a breath in this moment. Okay. And I'm just going to help you with just a. It's the quickest heart opening process that will remind you to live from your heart first that can inform your mind what to focus on Mm. instead of your mind telling your heart how to feel Mm. it's a completely different relationship and a different and an opportunity for us to to really step into another dimension of our true self. From our heart. So let's just close our eyes and let go of the external distractions and put our, our real eyes into our heart space in this moment. And sometimes if if it feels right to put your hands on your heart, let's do that in this moment and just feel the life force energy, your life force energy is in the palm of your hands. You get to decide what to focus on. So as we take this inhale, I'm going to invite you to put to raise your shoulders. So take a deep breath in. Lifting your shoulders all the way up to your ears. And then as you exhale, open up your arms, your your beautiful wings spread, and feel your wing blades connecting behind you and allowing your heart to open. Feel that heart opening right now. And just putting your arms beside you, feel that And even if you just gently just nudge your chin back so that your head is behind your heart and just allowing the breath of your heart to be what is guiding you and reminding you continuously, well, what is my heart telling me through my feelings, that I can then inform my mind what to focus on. So feelings first, Mm. and then informing your mind what to focus on. Wow, that was beautiful. Yeah. And it can be just that simple when we forget, and we get so caught up in our monkey mind, as you called it, right? We're just... We're focusing on, you know, this isn't working, and I'm and I this isn't not happening, and and then just taking that breath and just allowing yourself to just open up and just giving yourself that permission to allow your heart's wisdom mm-hmm. to inform your mind what to focus on. Wow. Yeah. That is that being.
1: Mm -hmm. yeah how do you learn to be with yourself
0: yeah yeah it's a, a morning practice a beautiful morning practice is um to so this has been a part of my my life's journey for for over 40 years but not only to you know we, we've heard about a gratitude practice, you know what are you grateful for? Because gratitude really is the great multiplier. Mm. it's also how we stay in our heart. because mm. our heart when we when we think about, you know, both my parents are still with us in, the, in this physical body. My father's going to be 94 next Saturday. Wow. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Papa <laughs> Gino. <laughs> and, you know, and for so, you know, for us to, to not only think about three things that we're grateful for. But to drop them into our heart and mm. really let us feel. Mm. Then put your first toe in the ground. I promise you. Practice this for you know, a week, and see how your day unfolds in different ways, in more, you know, beautiful ways. You know, it, it, gratitude really is, it allows us to take what we have and, and exponentialize it,
1: you mm-hmm. know,
0: and, and give us that opportunity to expand and to grow in the areas that, that we really want to experience more abundance. More oh, I like abundance. that. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because do you know that I'm a dancer?
0: Oh, I love that. No, I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yes. A so you're mm-hmm. going to have to create the abundance. <laughs> yes. And come teach it to us in the, in the next retreat. I would love to. Right? <laughs> I would love to. I would love so to. It's so fun. That'd be so fun.
1: Okay, so speaking of dance, because you told me how creative you
0: are, Mm -hmm. isn't that a huge part of this? Oh, absolutely. Well, you know, there again, we we were created by the creator, whatever you call the creator. You know, I mean, we didn't just appear. Right. Something created us into being. And so at the core of who we are, we are creators. Mm. So when we are operating in our true nature and creating, we feel a greater sense of aliveness. Mm. And we're actually, even every breath, we're creating the next moment of our life, the next moment of our life, the next moment of our life. And when we do that consciously, so my groups, I, you know, I I focus a lot on conscious creation, Mm -hmm. consciously creating. We're consciously co-creating with the infinite, expansive, unlimited universe. Right. When we're conscious that we're literally one with it. So, yeah, there's there's oneness oneness.
1: And one doesn't just mean this. One means like, go outside and look at the sky. <sighs> yes. And see how expansive and infinite. Right. There, it's just expansive and infinite. Yeah. So oneness is not this tiny constrictive thing of these are my limited possibilities. Yeah.
0: And I love that, you know, Neil Donald Walsh. Love him. Love. And he wrote, you know, conversations with God and his whole, and and his whole message is oneness. I am that. 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 There's no real separation between us and anything. I am that. What about the things I I don't like? Even I am that homeless woman, Right. I am I, I I I am that I am that disaster I am that I am that situation that circumstance and 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 then it's once again so if everything is a miracle mm. then us recognizing that I am that and our only work is what is the miracle in my acknowledgement and my remembering or realization that I am that also it brings that closer to us and it allows us to to you know be even more of loving service to everyone and everything um I was blessed to share uh a a story um in a beautiful book called um fearless women a vision for a new world Wow, sounds and powerful. I, and I put in our in our chat, but I don't know if that shows up on our Zoom, but um so it my, does not, but I'll put
1: it in the show notes.
0: Okay. So so the quote that I wrote that was really encapsulate encapsulated my entire story and what I saw as a fearless vision for a new world. Mm. Was that we must become fearless, bold, and courageous as we hold a vision for humanity, knowing that led by loving kindness, we may each come up to meet our highest self.
1: Wow. Oneness.
0: Wow.
1: Oneness.
0: Yeah that is really really powerful. Yeah, it's it's a teacher it teaches me I just was a vessel you know it teaches me all that was written back in 2010 mm-hmm. it teaches me all the time whenever i say it out loud i'm like oh i know there's another there's another message another blessing another blessing in that for me to understand yeah. It's like getting
1: out of our sense of fear and taking mm-hmm. risks. I just was talking to a friend talking about being open hearted um, and and taking risks, whether it 's in relationship or just in your life in general. Mm-hmm. You have the possibility of getting hurt. You have the possibility of falling or failing, feedback, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. But if you don't lead with that openness, that open heart, you can't possibly experience the magnitude of what could be. Right, right.
0: Yeah, I, I love that. And my daughter has this, she loves Audrey Hepburn. And Audrey Hepburn has a very famous quote that says nothing is impossible. Even the word says I'm I'm possible. possible. Yeah. Love that. I love that. So when we remember that nothing is impossible, that just like you said, when we, you know, give ourselves permission to step into possibility thinking, Mm -hmm. creator and creator, and that we're, lovingly supported by the infinite intelligence of all that is that encourages us and gives us that, that nudge. And yeah, there's, there's always doubt is always going to always going to show up, but you have to let your desire have more power than your doubt. Mm. Right. You just have to decide. Who are we feeding? Who are we give who are we nurture, nourishing? Our doubt or a desire?
1: All mm-hmm. right, so doubt and fear versus love and desire. Yeah. And so the one, the doubt and the fear is always retract retracting and constricting. And I I think that you feel it in your body. That constriction of the throat or that on your chest or shoulders or in your gut that yeah. everything tightens up around it, right? Yep. As opposed to that sense of love and desire and creativity is that, that opening of everything. It's the opening. It's the expansion. It's the like elevation. It's that sense of mm-hmm. freedom. And peace, and joy, and love, and connection, and oneness, and yeah,
0: all of it. All of it. All of it. All of it. And and our our work is to to just pay attention mm-hmm. to what we're what we're giving our life energy to. Mm-hmm. You know, who's got, who's got my attention, doubt Mm. or desire? Mm. Who's got my attention? You know, that, that energy of should, or that energy of shall, like I shall be (laughs) made whole. I shall rise above to look from a higher perspective. Like you said, every, you know, what we're talking about is perspective. Right. And so when we rise in conscious awareness from, you know, our sense of victimhood or our sense of victory, right. There's a, it's a different, it's a different viewpoint. It's a different vantage point and we see life completely different and, and we get to choose. We, we, as human beings have the power of choice and for us to to look at the different areas of our life you know and 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 how would i like to grow in the area of my relationships how would i like to grow in the area of my work in the world mm-hmm. the legacy the love print i'm leaving behind or what would you know where is it in those areas my financial freedom and my you know um uh my my health and well-being where is it that I could go from maybe being at a level four to a level, a level 10, level mm. eight. You know, what, what would I have to believe about myself? What would I have to believe about what's possible, right? Yeah. And it's when we look at it, and we talked about this right before we started recording too. You know, in 1925, a beautiful book was written by Florence Scoville Shinn. And it's called The Game of Life and How to Play It. And it only has three rules. Fearless faith, non-resistance, and love. Mm. And we can spend this lifetime and many lifetimes (laughs) beyond this one living in all those three arenas and recognizing, where is it that I'm still resistant where is it that I'm holding back from living my greatest life? How do I ha- how do I have
1: fearless faith? Because yeah. a lot of people live in I don't believe until I see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and it's in its spiritual practices like the gratitude practice, mm-hmm. raising your vibration from lack mentality to more than mm. more than enough. Gratitude is a great multiplier. It does release our fears. It does remind us of our truth that we have so much to be grateful for. Mm. It's so much to to be thankful for. And that reduces fear. So fearless, you know, fear less and love more. Mm. Just as the practices are so important. Wow. Yeah.
1: You, you do such beautiful work. <laughs> like you're a beautiful, beautiful soul. And a grace.
0: I just love, I just, I love life and I love humanity. I love all forms. And when we really can give ourselves that permission to, how can I love more? Yeah. How can I love something that doesn't feel lovable? Mm. That's a challenge. <laughs> Inclu- including yourself sometimes. Including yourself. Absolutely. Always including yourself. Yeah. In fact, I have a free gift for all of your listeners. Ah, So the title of my next book is called The Healing Power of Self-Love because over these decades of teaching and coaching and sharing in sacred circles with women all over the globe... I realized the foundation the the real the real core of what yep. was missing, yep, self-love. Yep. So, on my website janetgrace.love, on the homepage, there's a gift and it's called the 7-day self-love journey.
1: Oh, beautiful. And it's a
0: little video series and a and a and a, and a little template, a little worksheet. And every day you'll get a drop of love in your email, in your inbox. And I'll just be sharing some principles
1: uh-huh.
0: of self-love. How can we? Cause we, we can understand a concept, but then we need the practices and the principles to strengthen those concepts. And so every day there's another dimension, another aspect of self-love, self-talk. Compassion, kindness. There's beautiful. Um, I just, I just downloaded and listened and, and created this. You know, this um, gift, mm. and it's from my heart to yours to all of your beautiful listeners. Beautiful. Because I believe if we all loved ourselves as God loves us, there would be no fear. There would be no famine. No separation. There would be no separation. There would no be War. More. Nothing. Only love. Yeah. So And I believe it's possible.
1: Me too. I'm, people say, oh Don, you're living with your rose colored glasses. And I was like, yeah, and I love the view. <laughs> yep.
0: And I jokingly say, yes, I am. want to try them on. <laughs> I said the view from behind these rose colored glasses is magnificent. If you want to try them on, I have an extra. I used to bring a box of rose colored. Oh, my gosh. I love it. I love it. (laughs) And so when they were reading the vision that they caught for their the next chapter of their life, Uh they would read it with their rose colored glasses on. I love it. It Love it. Yeah, Yeah, it was really fun. It's great. Okay. Okay, so how
1: so this is my last question. That I ask all my um, guests is how do you define real love?
0: Ooh, real love. It's a knowing. It's a knowing of how I not only see and feel and sense the truth of myself, but also how I know and sense and feel mm-hmm. the truth of all living beings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And love. So I have a, I'm working on a, a Love Your Life uh, um, um, sacred cards. And I use acronyms all the time. And love is to lift our vibration eternally. Oh, I like that. I'm going to have to write that one down. So, you know, we are just vibration. We are just, we are just energy moving in, molecules moving at a different rate of speed. And so when we raise our vibration, when we lift our vibration eternally, we're literally, well, you and I both already know this, but we're literally positively affecting and pouring love into um, for for thousands and thousands and thousands of miles. The butterfly effect, the quantum field, this conversation has lifted the vibration of humanity eternally even if not one other being actually sees it it's it's already done it's already it's already done its work because wow. love always does its work wow yeah 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 it's powerful <laughs> yeah yeah thank you Mm -hmm. thank you thank you thank you thank you for all the love work that you are doing on the planet and it's 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 working it's doing its magic it's watching miracles yeah all the time yeah
1: thank you for so much of your heart and your wisdom Mm -hmm. you are truly a gift yeah. All right. So, how can people get in touch with you? Find out more about you. Hear about your nonprofit and all the many projects that you are.
0: With? Yeah. Well, I love to keep it simple. I'm. I'm par- I. I love the kiss rule. Keep it simple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Jack, have- I haven't figured out that that strategy that last- yet. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh. Ah uh, yeah, so ooh, and we're getting thunder. Ooh, can you hear it? Yep. So um, so Janet Janet Grace Love is my website. So there's links to all the different things, my retreats, my books, my um, my nonprofit Grace's Place Foundation dot org, which is my heart. Mm. I I have a vision that um. The next generations to come will not know what the word abuse even is. Mm. So I know that, um, that this work is really important because, you know, the generations to come to live heaven on earth is, is, is possible because yes. I've seen it. And when we've seen it, it is possible. Yeah. It is possible. So Janetgrace.love and I'm on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn and all those others is Janet Grace, Janet House. Yeah. And Clubhouse. Yes. Show up in love every Monday morning at 11 a.m. Um, it's beautiful, open conversation about def- all the different aspects of love that we can, that we can focus on. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. So, so the, the
1: primary message of this podcast is the most important relationship you'll ever have. Mm -hmm. Is that one you have with yourself? Yeah. Which it all starts with that open heart and love and compassion Mm -hmm. um, and acceptance.
0: Yeah.
1: um, And co-creation. I mean, all the things that, that you've shared, all the things that we've talked about today. Yeah. um so please for all the listeners you know if this inspired you if you learned something if you had any epiphanies uh please subscribe to the wake up to real love podcast and write a five-star review share with your friends this is the way that we share the message and <laughs> share the love and the light mm-hmm. out in the world and uh, if you want to find out more about me i'm on all the social media platforms don richard uh, or the Awakening with Dawn on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, Clubhouse, blah, 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 um, to, you know, to work with me so that I can help support you and help you create more love and deep and meaningful connections in your life. So I am so grateful to you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Thankful, appreciative, like you are such a beautiful soul. And I'm so, so happy that we connected and... Mm-hmm. I would, you know, of course, I want to stay connected. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you. We got a lot of work to do in this world. A lot of love to share. A lot of love. More love. More love. More love. (laughs) More love. love. So thank you so much, Janet Grace, for being here with me. And um, yeah, you you really touched my heart. Thank you.
0: Love to all.
1: Yes. So every day, listeners wake up to more and more real love. Mm -hmm. Take care and we'll see you next time.
0: subscribe to the wake up to real love podcast leave five-star reviews and of course share with your friends you can find dawn on various social media platforms at dawn richard or at the awakening with dawn